Hello, food world. It's your favorite foodie friend, Robert Crutchfield from Crutchfield Cooks, here with another intriguing episode of Crutchfield Cooks, the podcast. Have you ever found yourself in search of a coffee alternative? One of the ones that's growing in popularity, of all things, date seed coffee. We're going to be talking to a gentleman who fell in love with date seed coffee following his a heart attack, of all things, found that he couldn't find date seed coffee commercially available and created a company around the idea. Let's get to it. Here's Trenton. There we go. We are here with a special guest live from New York City. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, tell people about about yourself, about this whole sesame seed coffee thing, and then we'll get into the details. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I got to correct you on a couple of things. Live from Los Angeles, uh, date seed coffee, not sesame seed. Date seed. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> we'll get there. But yeah, we're going to get there. Yeah. So I started this coffee company a couple of years ago. It honestly started out as something that I kind of was doing during the pandemic after being laid off and dealing with all, you know, the pandemic mess. And then it kind of started going really well. And the reason I started it is because I actually have a heart condition. I had a heart attack when I was 20. <laughs> so I, I take good care of myself. I eat well. I can usually, you know, I can exercise, lift weights, play basketball, do all these things all day long. But coffee gives me a little bit of chest pain. It's not painful, but it feels, you know, off. <laughs> like, like, sure. It's just giving me this little signal saying, hey, you need to lean off of this stuff. So, but I love coffee. The caffeine honestly never really did anything for me. I just love the taste of coffee. I like having a hot drink. So I needed something, wanted something that was going to taste similar to coffee, caffeine free, but still, you know, give me kind of what I'm looking for in the morning with my routine and but still be energetic and not too relaxing like an herbal tea or something like that. So I started making date coffee in my kitchen. And I got tired of making it. I wanted to just go to the store and buy it, but I couldn't find it anywhere. So I kind of had an aha moment and thought, you know, if I'm looking for this, I love this stuff. I know other people are going to be looking for something like this too. You know, entrepreneurship 101, find a gap and fill it. Yeah, that, that was it. And it was just kind of this aha moment. And then I just immediately got to work and started trying to make it happen. So is this something you this, is this something that's out in the market? Do you sell it at farmers markets? How do you yeah, get this so, out there? So so the best place to get it is our website. So the brand is called Korma, K-O-R-M-A, and KormaCafe.com is the website. That's where we do most of our sales. We're also available on Amazon. We're also available in like about 20 retail locations, probably, give or take. And it's mostly like random, healthy, leaning grocery stores across the country. I'm in a couple dessert spots. I'm in like this chocolate shop. But yeah, it's mostly just kind of random, scattered, health, healthy, health-conscious stores. Yeah, that's way it. Uh, that's way it seems to work. I talk, as you can imagine, I talk to a lot of smaller consumer packaged goods type companies, and that seems to be the path they follow. In fact, I was talking to a flower company in our last episode, and uh, they actually, uh, they actually broke the into the food service sector mm -hmm. before they really went out retail. They were selling their product bulk to uh, restaurants, hotels nursing mm -hmm. homes, that kind of place. Retail with slotting fees and whatnot seems to be an uphill battle for everybody. A, a little bit, especially once you get into those bigger chains. Because like, if you're trying to get into the really big stores, if you want to get into, wh where did you say you were located? Houston area in Texas. Oh, okay. 
So I'm I'm not sure what grocery stores you all have there. It's probably another conglomerate owned by Kroger, but that, <laughs> yeah. that's what's out here. We have like Vaughn's and Ralph's in these stores. But if a lot of the bigger stores like this, the big chains, if you really want to get in there, a lot of them require certain, like you said, the the inventory stocking, or they require the first bulk order to be free so that they can start, you know, trying to get it in front of people, or they require uh, a certain amount of inventory. Plus, they want you to send them the the, the cutouts, like the stand-ups for the sure. end of the aisle and things like that. So it gets it gets very, very expensive. It's also can be kind of risky, like whenever it's like, hey, we need X amount of bags for free on the first trial, things like that. Well, um, not only that, but I've seen them do things like if they don't get the stuff for free and it don't sell, you have to take it all back. And all yeah. of a sudden you're stuck with <laughs> 10 pallets of coffee in your warehouse. Yeah, yeah, which is exactly why our, again, we're in some stores, but most of our focus is the direct-to-consumer because that way we can get it out and get it out. And, you know, we, we can handle the marketing, the promotion. We don't have to rely on stores to get this in front of people and get people to buy it. Now, we like being in the stores because, you know, it's it's new customers. And the stores that we're in that, like, really sell a lot of our coffee, those are the stores that we try to aim for when we're, when we're looking for other stores to add our product to. So it's like, what stores, if we're in store A and store A is killing it, getting, moving a lot of our coffee, then we'll look for other stores similar to store A, right? And sure. it's still, it's still great, but also not going to lie, the profit margins are also better selling direct to consumer. So that's another reason to, that, that our, our focus is more on that than the stores. Well, yeah, but how, what's your experience been with the, the education curve kind of thing? I mean, date seed coffee is not something that nine out of 10 people are familiar with, which in a, a store format, then you look at something like a sampling strategy. Right, for sure. And, and that's another thing we've done too. So a lot of times whenever, if we hit a new store, then we go, we, we do samples and talk to people. We do store demos, right? Just like you'll see people giving out free samples of, you know, whatever little snacks that whatever your preferred store is. But yeah, we, we love doing things like that. And that, that's a great way to help be, because a lot of people, they can be skeptical trying anything new, but especially a, a coffee alternative, something that's, you know, new but it's something that they're kind of familiar with but they they may go into it expecting it to taste like coffee or they may be scared and be like ah, i don't know i'm kind of skeptical about this so it's a great way to interact with people bring down those walls of defense and let them taste it before they buy it another thing is everyone hates wasting money on things that you know sometimes you'll see something exciting in the store and you're like i don't know if i want to get that or not i might not like it i don't want to spend the money on it so i'm just going to leave it there you know sure sure and let's get a little bit into the product itself. Is there, is there a particular or more than one particular health benefit to date seed coffee? Yeah, absolutely. So first of all, again, it's naturally caffeine-free. There, no na there is no decaffeinating process. We don't have to do any of that. A lot of vitamins, minerals, rich in antioxidants, great for, to aid with digestion, Obviously, if you have like any kind of heart issue like me and you can't do the coffee, you're not going to. So coffee actually constricts your arteries a little bit. And if you have completely normal vascular, a normal vascular system, then you're fine. I wouldn't worry about it. But if you have any kind of ailment like me, that little, just a little tightening can, you know, make it to where it's a little uncomfortable. 
So you have that. And, and there's actually a ton of benefits for dates themselves. So we use the seeds of this, but it's been shown to like pregnant women eating dates. It'll help with a more natural labor. Uh, I don't know for sure if the coffee helps with that. Also, we haven't taken the time to dedicate the time, energy, and money to that study. But yeah, there's a, there's a ton of benefits for it. It's great for, man, I would have to <laughs> kind of, kind of go down the list. Cause there's like so many things that are beneficial about it here. Let me, let me pull up a list real quick and just make it, make it quick and easy for you. Hey, where is, where are we at? And also our, our date seeds are also organic. We get them from Coachella. Everything is done local. Everything is sustainable. Sure. Uh, that was something that was really important to us too. But yeah, here's, here's some supports gut health and digestion. It's heart healthy. It'll give you natural energy, can help regulate your blood sugar. It's non-acidic. You're not going to get any of the reflux, which is something that I never dealt with my whole life. But within the last couple of years, I notice every now and again, even like if I have a cup of decaf coffee, I'll get a little acidity uh, that I have to kind of deal with. So this is great. There's none of that in there also. Dates are great for brain health. So it's, it kind of goes on and on. Dates are considered a superfood. So we wanted to take those seeds and get as, get as much out of there as we could and turn it into coffee. Sure. Sure. So when people get it, do they get it in a bag and then they brew it like normal coffee and a normal yep. coffee maker? What do we, what do we do? Absolutely. Yeah. A traditional coffee maker is easy. You can use a French press. I prefer the mocha pot. That's become my favorite way to make coffee lately. It's, it's essentially like it's an Italian espresso maker. It's just a little, a little stove top thing. It's not expensive or anything like a, it's not going to, you know, run you like a couple grand, like a really nice countertop espresso maker. But yeah, it comes ground. We don't sell whole bean. I would love to sell a whole bean, but a traditional countertop grinder that you buy at the Amazon or Target or wherever, they will never grind up date seeds. I've tried. We use a very powerful industrial grinder to grind these up even when they're roasted when i started making it for myself at home i <laughs> i ran through a couple different grinders burnt up the motors real quick in them so i like literally started putting them in the blender to grind them up and then that was again when i got tired of making and i was like i just want to buy this in the store so got to find a way to make it happen but yeah come come the ground throw it in your coffee maker brew just like regular coffee that sounds good so uh is there anything specific maybe about, say, the water temperature that makes it particularly good or? You know, not necessarily. I think it's what makes it particularly good is the roasting of it. Okay. And now the, the water temperature will affect it, although this has been a learning curve for me, too. You mentioned that earlier with like trying to educate people about date coffee. I had to educate myself about regular coffee because I didn't know anything about regular coffee before I started this coffee company. I didn't know how much the water temperature affected it. I didn't know how very specific you had to be with the roasting. I knew the temperature was important, but like literally a couple degrees difference, a couple minutes difference can change the whole flavor of it. So I had to get really familiarized with all these things. But the roasting that we've did a lot of tests, narrowed it down and got everything perfect the way we wanted it to. And so that's really where the attention to detail for bringing out the flavor comes in. So the water itself, personally, haven't had a ton of experimentation with different water temperatures. So that's a question that I'm going to have to try to dig up some research on. Well, I mean, you might, you might have it uh, dialed in pretty good if the, the, the customers are as satisfied as I, I hear that they are. Mostly, yeah. You can look at our reviews on our website, cormacafe.com, and ch check out each flavor of the coffee we have. We have a traditional, our traditional is a classic blend, is what it's called. It's actually a little bit of chicory root in there, too. And so chicory root's a really healthy herb. It's from the dandelion family. It's essentially kind of like a blue dandelion. 
really popular in New Orleans. They put it in their coffee. And, um, and then we have a light roast, which is no chicory. And then we have a hazelnut. But yeah, you can check out the reviews. There are a couple of bad reviews. You can't make everyone happy. We leave those there. We don't take them down. We don't hide anything. But yeah, it's like, like 90-something percent of the reviews are all positive and really good. Five stars. That's always good to hear, especially with a smaller organization. So how have sales been? Year one, they were actually like quite a bit better than I thought they were going to be. I'm, I'm just rolling around. I've been open two, almost two and a half years. So year one was great. I exceeded expectations. Year two was very tough because I had a huge blip. I almost, <laughs> I literally almost went out of business in year two. So this is what happened. I was working with a smaller coffee company that they were co-packing my coffee. They were doing the roasting, doing the grinding, doing all that. And one day, you know, I'm getting low on inventory. It's about that time to roast some more. And I call them and I say, hey, I'm going to come drop some, some date seeds off this weekend so we can roast, yada, yada. And they're like, yeah, about that. We can't roast your date seeds anymore because it's affecting the way our coffee tastes. Mm. So right there, everything just production stopped and I'm sitting on a little bit of inventory, not enough to keep doing my traditional promotion and pushing my coffee heavily the way I had been pushing it. Like year two, I got in, I was like, okay, I'm going to get in a bunch of stores this year. I had a goal and I'm in like 10 new stores. I was already in a handful of stores and I got in like 10 new stores. And then that's, that's when everything happened. I'm like, oh damn. Okay. So now I have a new problem. I got to figure out who's going to make my coffee now jump through a couple more hoops and I found a bigger coffee company that all they do is third-party coffee roasting. And so now not only do they make it, they, they do the everything. They roast it, grind it, bag it up. They ship it out when you buy it. They have a warehouse full of coffees that are, so yeah, that it was, it was a blessing in disguise for the long run because I simplified my production process. My producer is also my 3PL partner now. So that also simplified everything. So the good thing now is long-term that opened up a lot of time and freedom for me, but in the short term, like I said, my business almost crumbled. So we're, we're getting back and we just got everything back into pro production a few months ago. So things are getting back to where they were as far as seeing those consistent day-to-day -day numbers. But yeah, it was, it, it was rough. It was very rough year two. Yeah. Do you find that any particular foods go especially well with date seed coffee or, I mean, how does the pairing work? Yeah, I, I like, so I'm not going to lie. I have a really big sweet tooth, but I got really good at making healthy desserts during the pandemic. So I'm not eating all the, all the nonsense. Right. But you know what? Honestly, one of my favorite snacks to have with it is this may, maybe sound cliche or obvious, but dates. <laughs> I, I, and I like the medjools. I like the bigger, the bigger, they're a little bit drier dates. and yeah, and any whatever you like with your regular coffee. So our coffee is very similar in taste. It's a little sweeter, a little less bitter, a little smoother. So generally, whatever you like to drink with your traditional or like to eat with your traditional morning coffee is generally good with date coffee. So I love it with nothing for the first thing in the morning <laughs> just to get up. and. But then I like to, you know, have, have a cup later on in the day and have a snack with it, whether it be dates or... You know, I eat a lot of fruit, but every now and again, I'm not going to lie, I'll bust out a Kit Kat or something like that. I like a Kit Kat with some coffee. That's a pretty good snack. But I try to try to lay off the, the artificial processed sugar and all that. So, Well, sure, but there's there's alternatives out there. Yeah. Certainly sounds like anything in the chocolate range is a good pairing idea. 
I would say so because I'm I'm a chocolate. I'm not a candy person at all. I, you'll never see me eating like gummies or you know the hard candy suckers or anything like that. But chocolate, that's that's my weakness right there. Yeah. What about just your foods? How how does it how does it pair with those? You know, I have never really been a coffee with spicy food kind of person. Mm-hmm. It, you know, oh, okay, I'll say it depends on the spicy food. I'm not, I like to throw hot sauce on my breakfast food. So I like <laughs> it with that, but I don't want like a cup of coffee with like a, you know, a spicy chicken tikka or, <laughs> or a plate of wings or something like that. But I don't know, maybe, maybe I just haven't had my horizons open enough and had coffee with a good plate of spicy food. Well, I have to ask, being being here where I am geographically and being kind of wedged between Tex-Mex and Cajun food. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm, that's the that's subject of spice comes up that, once in a while. I love that food. I, I put, I'm not dude that eat spicy food. I can't get enough peppers and hot sauce in my food. So I, that's right up my alley. I, I grew up near St. Louis and there's actually like really good Cajun food there too. So, and yeah, anything. I live in Southern California now. So, you know, Tacos everywhere and hot Absolutely. sauce and everything. <laughs> if if you got avocado and hot sauce, that's that complements everything here. <laughs> I, I hear you. Pretty much the same here in the here in Texas. Where do we go from here? I mean, is is date coffee going to be it? Are you going to be coming out with more flavors? Are you going to come out with say? Are you going to come out with a date coffee grinder? Grinder, for instance. What, what are um, the ambitions? So definitely other flavors. We definitely want to expand outside of the three that we have. Once the popularity grows right now, we're focused on the products that we have. Um, yeah, on, honestly, the, the big goal is I would love to have a small chain of cafes where you can mm-hmm. go have date coffee and have a healthy snack to go with it too, something that's not. So like you go to, you know, typical coffee shop, Starbucks or whatever, you go have a cup of coffee that unless you get a regular black coffee, if you get a coffee with a name, it's mostly sugar and a little bit of cream and a shot of espresso and then you're going to have like a scone or a coffee cake or whatever and all that stuff is just like spiking your blood sugar giving you artificial energy that you're going to crash from and you're not really setting yourself up on like a really good path to keep your energy sustainable for the day so i want to really open up a new kind of cafe that really you know gives people what they need while also being able to indulge in the decadence of the, uh, the date coffee and whatever snack you're having, whatever dessert we're making that we can make healthily. And I actually have on our website, there's a bunch of recipes also for like your favorite kind of, if you like cafe mochas or caramel lattes and things like that, we have actually recipes where you can make those in a healthy way. So we have this homemade caramel that you can make with literally just, it's like honey, peanut butter, cinnamon, salt. I think that's all. Like literally those ingredients, you can make like an amazing, delicious caramel. And then you're not filling it with a bunch of artificial sugar and like the fake caramel coloring that's really bad for us and all these things that are, you know, kind of detrimental to our health in the long term. So yeah, cafe mochas, caramel lattes, we have a homemade ice cream to make grados. If you've never had an affogato coffee, you need to get hip to it because it'll change your life. <laughs> if, if you like coffee and you like dessert, it's essentially ice cream with an espresso shot poured over it. Um, <laughs> there you go. But we make a healthy ice cream out of frozen bananas. So again, that recipe is on the website. So even if you don't want the coffee, you can go steal our ice cream recipe if you want to make healthy coffee, <laughs> healthy ice cream. Healthy ice cream. At home. Yeah. So if you got a sweet tooth like I do, these things are necessary. So otherwise, I would live at the dentist. So absolutely. Uh, 
We're co- we're right at about the twenty minute mark. Is there anything else before we go that you really want to tell people about date seed coffee? Because it's such a unique thing, and you got to be the the dominant player because you basically created the market. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think the most important thing to know about it is how healthy it actually is. I mean, it's made from the seed of a superfood, and so you're actually getting real energy out of it. So caffeine. And I'm not anti-caffeine, really. I just, I don't like it for myself because it makes me feel bad. And I know other people who have similar situations, but it doesn't actually give you any energy. What it does is it, we have these receptors in our brains called adenosine receptors that basically your brain tells you, hey, you're tired, you need to slow down. And coffee blocks that message from being received. Yeah. That's what the caffeine does. So, and some people still want, you know, they want the caffeine buzz or whatever. Honestly, the caffeine buzz never really came for me even when I was drinking coffee. So, but yeah, it's, it's great for you. Oh, very important. Even if you're pregnant, pregnant women can enjoy it. Children can enjoy it. You don't have the, like I said, the negative effects of a lot of caffeine. There's no acidity. So we haven't found any thing, any reason to not be able to have this unless you happen to have a condition that made you allergic to dates, which I don't know anybody personally going through that, but it is possible. So unless you have something like that, but um, yeah, we haven't really found anything else. And even in the lab tests we've done is to make sure it's pure and there's no like things in the soil that we're growing it in and all this and that, like everything has come back amazingly clean. So this is a product that I love and I made it because I wanted to be able to bring it to other people who were either in situations like mine or just wanted to, you know, get off a, of a caffeine habit. I mean, it, it, I, I get that. It's, it's hard to say such things without the lab test to bring it up, to, mm. to back it up and whatnot. But you mentioned the thing about the about dates being a superfood. Mm-hmm. What people don't understand about that, and I think you'll agree, is that the thing about using date seeds or any other seed as opposed to the actual fruit is you get a concentrated form of what's going on. Take exactly. cilantro, for instance. Mm-hmm. Cilantro is basically the Spanish word for coriander. And coriander are just the seeds, but the taste in the seeds is a much more concentrated form than than the actual leaves of the plant or 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 any other part of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but the here's here's the thing, and I agree with you. But here's a thing that's kind of wild about some seeds is, and this is why we have to do the lab test with our seeds and this and that, is because a lot of times seeds are toxic because they Mm. have all these compounds in them to keep them from being eaten. Right, so like apricot seeds. Sure. You can't roast those and turn them into coffee because they become toxic when you roast them. So it's it's wild how certain things like that can, you know, be sure, like, absolutely. Well, be and good, I think but I, not be whenever you don't that probably it that probably goes back to the concentration things, right? Certain exactly. things, certain things in certain amounts are safe, but at the same time, the same thing can be dangerous in larger quantities. Yeah, uh, yeah take, exactly. take something as simple as water, for instance. Mm-hmm. A glass of water is fine. You have too much water; it's called drowning. <laughs> right. <laughs> you can literally drink water until you drown from it. It's yeah. the same. Or, al- or, or alcohol. Yeah. The, the, alcohol the in moderate amounts. There's science out there that says it might actually be beneficial. At the mm-hmm. same time, you drink too much alcohol; it's actually toxic. Yeah. Alcohol poisoning is a thing. Yeah. Same thing with the sun. Like you getting out and getting sun every day is great, but if you're out there too long, you, you can get sunburn and sun poisoning too. <laughs> sure. Sure. So 
But uh, certainly we, we wish you luck with your product, luck with your new flavors. Do you have any other experience in the food industry or was this your first go at it? This was my first go at it. I'd started a business before. Honestly, I moved to Los Angeles seven years ago because I produced cartoons. And so that was where the passion was. And then just kind of life led me to just like I can pick out certain circumstances in my life. I'm like, okay, that helped me get to the dates. And like, I wasn't even eating dates before I moved to California. And then someone put me on stuff dates one time and I've been eating them ever since. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, it's just kind of funny how I fell into this. And it was mostly just, you know, I wanted this product for myself and I knew that, you know, if I wanted it, there were other people that, you know, I could help out and bring this to them too. Absolutely. I, I think this is going to be interesting to a lot of people. I hope you have a, re a nice rest of the day and we appreciate all your information on Date Seed Coffee. Hey, likewise. I appreciate you having me, Robert. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, sir. Hey, you take care. You too. Bye. I bet you never thought you would know so much about Date Seed Coffee. Well, our buddy Trenton, he filled us in. If you're looking for more information, be sure and check out our other episodes at www.learnmoreeatbetter.com. And while you're at it, check out our new friends at Random PM Fitness, available on most of the major podcast apps. Till next time.